Manning kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. From Phoenix to London, from L.A. to around the world, this is The Ticket, all sports, all the time, with your boys, former NFL Philadelphia Eagle, Ray Ellis, and Fan Man. Your number one fan-oriented sports talk leader, Voice America Sports. Work it, make it, do it, makes us older, better, faster, stronger. That, 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 that don't kill me, can only make me stronger. I need you to hurry up now, cause I can't wait much longer. I know I got to be right now, cause I can't get much stronger. Man, I've been waiting all night now, that's how long I've been on ya. Yes, yes, it's that time I've been waiting all week, you know that I wait all week. To come back and to host this show and to have a great time here at Voice America Sports. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. And of course, I'm just excited to be here today. Great day in the Valley as always. And uh, it's just a, a wonderful time to be alive. And, 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 and let me say that, and I, and I mean that, you know, very honestly and, and very heartfeltly, I say that because I, I'm just hoping and praying again uh, that our, our good friend, uh, Mr. Cooper and his, his his other colleagues, of which they were out in their boat, uh, I just pray for them all the time, you know. And and we just take life for granted so much. And and those of you out there, those in the sports world, know again that uh, you know there's still a couple young men that have been lost at sea, and uh, somebody's given up on them. But uh, God doesn't give up on us, and and we shouldn't give up. Uh, many times where it, it looks like it's impossible because miracles can't happen. Um, but I tell you what, a miracle happened for the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills, <laughs> they performed a miracle. T.O. is in Buffalo. Yes, that's right. He said, get your popcorn ready. Things are about to change. And, and I'd like to know, uh, as I talk about this thing and, and, and T.O. landing in Buffalo, there was something said a few weeks ago. And what was said a few weeks ago was that Dallas had to become, the team had to become a little bit more Romo-friendly. And I truly, I, I was befuddled. I didn't know, did, I didn't know if many of you knew what the hell did they mean by Romo-friendly. I tried to look it up in Webster's. It didn't exist. So I guess now I know what the definition of Romo-friendly is, and that is get rid of T.O. I mean, come on. I mean, all of us who've ever played this game, you know, you got competitors on your team and sometimes they're very emotional people. But that doesn't mean that they're not good football, good, productive football players. And it's not to be taken personal. It's to be taken that these guys just want to win. It's not a mean spirited bone in their body. This is all about football. This is about winning football games. And I'm telling you, just take it back to the playgrounds. Take it back to the streets. If you get a chance to be the person who's picking your side, whether it's basketball or football, the way we do it on the streets, you pick your team. You want to pick the best person that's there available at that time. And most of the times, the best player is chosen first. It doesn't change when you become a National Football League player. You should look on the board 
and see who are your best players. And if it's free agency, you should see who's available in free agency. And you should do everything you possibly can to construct a team that's productive on the football field and that wins. Now, you know, everybody's talking about these intangibles, the locker room. You don't win a football game in the locker room. You know, I don't care who says that. No. No. And all those guys on ESPN and the NFL Network, somebody had the nerve to have this survey. Who is the best teammate would you like to have today? The comparison was Manny, A-Rod, and T.O. Now, for those guys out there that chose A-Rod, did you forget just a few weeks ago you wanted to throw him under the bus because he was admitted to using steroids? So why do you want a guy on your team as your number one guy who's a steroid user? How, how, how does he even get into the picture? How does he work his way into the picture of somebody that you want to consider to be one of your teammates when he's an admitted steroid user? You know, production. You know, I always say that justice is supposed to be blind, but it's not. Justice has not just two eyes, maybe has four or five or six eyes. But I can tell you this. If you put T.O.'s statistics on paper, how can you not want this man on your football team if you're trying to win? I tell you what, there's a guy out there by the name of Marv Levy. They say he got off a plane. He couldn't really believe if it was true what he was hearing or not. But guess what Marv decided? What his opinion was going to be? He was going to wait to see if it was true. And then once he heard it was true, he was going to give it a chance. You know why? I'll tell you why. Because that man has been, I believe it was in four Super Bowls and didn't win, not one. And he knows. I bet you he would prefer to have a what you call, many of you call, a problem player on his team and win four Super Bowls than have a group of choir boys and lose four Super Bowls. Now, not that he had choir boys because that was a very, those were very good teams. He got some Hall of Famers on those teams. He went to four Super Bowls, but he didn't win. And even the Hall of Famers, even the Hall of Famers that make it, Warren Moon, you know, Warren probably still feels incomplete. Even though he is one of the greatest players, he doesn't have a Super Bowl championship ring. You know, Dan Marino, even though he is, you know, in my, Warren Moon, Dan Marino, close my eyes, I give me either one of them, I'll take him. Two of the greatest quarterbacks that ever played the game of football. They don't have Super Bowl championship rings. Ask them, would they rather have a, a receiver who wanted the ball all the time, who helped them win a Super Bowl, or would they want to have one that was a choir boy? And, you know, he was just pretty good, but he didn't have a passion for a game. Man, T.O. has a passion for this. Football is an emotional game. I, I always said, I'm, I'm sure those of you out here who are listening to me right now on Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network, I'm sure right now you can feel my passion coming through this microphone. That's the way I've always been. I've been a person. You cannot play football without passion. You tell me somebody who did, I'll tell you somebody who wasn't very good. The football is not a game that you, don't, you better bring your passion to the table because you're going to need it. You know, and that's what T.O. brings to the game of football. They're going to sell a lot of popcorn up there in Buffalo. I bet you they sell a lot of jerseys in Buffalo. I bet you they win. Last year, I picked Buffalo as one of those teams that do, you know, pretty good. They started off pretty hot. I'm telling you what, 
I'm excited about Buffalo. And take a man like Marv Levy. Don't take my word. Listen, Marv wants to give it a chance. You know, Marv is different than some other guys out there who said, ah, no, I wouldn't want T.O. as, you know, on my team. This is a Hall of Fame coach who was saying, yeah, let, let, let's, let's take a look at it. Hall of Fame coach. No, he didn't win a Super Bowl, but he went to four. Says, oh, yeah, well, hey, I, it may be something there. Thurman Thomas. Hey, man, Thurman's like, oh, man, he's excited. He couldn't believe it. I'm telling you, T.O. is going to make a difference. He's going to make a big difference in Buffalo. You know, got a young quarterback, you know, with a good, strong arm, you know, and he's, he's, he's happy to spread the ball around. You know, he's happy. He, he said he, as a matter of fact, one of his greatest sports moments in his life as a young man was to watch T.O. catch that touchdown pass in San Francisco. I think it was an NFC championship game years ago when he was probably a high school student. And, and now he is actually, he himself is going to be throwing touchdown passes to T.O. T. I'm just, you know, I'm just amazed at those people out there that are, that are really sports fans, that really appreciate the game, and that want to see at all times a good football game, regardless of who wins and who loses. You don't want to see a lopsided. You want to see a very competitive football game. And if you want to see a very competitive football game, you got to make sure that the best football players are on the field at all times. This man is still one of the best wide receivers in the National Football League, and he deserves to be on that football field. Now, looking at the Dallas Cowboys and what's Romo friendly, I'll tell you what, I, I, I've always felt like this, and I'm going to say this again on the airwaves. Why is it that a quarterback's ego is so fragile? You know, why, why, you know and I don't care. Any quarterback who's listening, call me. I don't care. You guys can call me. I'll give you the number pretty soon. But quarterbacks are no different than everybody else. You got to step your game up. You know, if the receiver, you know, I said this in the NFC Championship game when Anquan Bolden was going off. You know, he, he was going off on the offensive coordinator because of the mere fact he, he didn't want that man to have to answer a question of why the hell did you have your, one of your best receivers on the sideline when you were trying to come back and win a football game. You know, these receivers, these prima donnas, as some people call them, you can't be a prima donna. You can't be one of those controversial players who are, who are, who are me players. If you're no good, you ever seen a me player? I've never seen a me player that was no good. Now, I'm not I'm not saying that everybody has to be a me player because everybody can be a me player. But, man, there's I am telling you, there are some people that when the game is on the line, the last thing they want you to do is throw the ball to them. There's some people when the game is on the line, the last thing they want to do is run the ball. There's some people on the line, I mean, in the game, that the last thing they want you to do is try to run behind them because they just don't have it that they want to be that person. You know, a lot of them are great football players. Some of them are the greatest of all times. But if you are that, you want to be that. It's inside of you. It's a passion. And I, I'm, boy... I am just so excited that there's somebody out there like T.O. who says, give me the ball. I want the ball. Put it on my shoulders. I want to take you to the promised land. 
and he wants all the accolades that go along with it. And guess what? He's going to stand there and take his shots if it doesn't work out that way. But I tell you what, the Buffalo Bills, they're going to be a better football team. And guess what? The locker room is going to be better, too, because he's going to push some people. The DBs on that team, oh, they're going to be better. They're going to cover better. The receivers, oh, they're going to catch more balls. The quarterback, he's going to be happy. He's got another very good wide receiver to play on the opposite of a good receiver he's got already. So I'll tell you what, um, I believe we got to take a break. But, uh, man, I am just so happy that T.O. is in Buffalo. <laughs> you listen to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Philly. I'm in Phoenix. I keep saying Philly. Am I trying to get back to Philly? What's going on with that? I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. We'll be right back after this message. Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely despise or especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports.
We're back. Of course, you listen to Real Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And, uh, you know, of course, I was, you know, I was just on a tear there about T.O., you know, because I just I just admire all those guys who, who play the game and play it with passion and give you your money's worth each time they come to the stadium. And sure, he misses a pass or two, but, but that's okay because, you know, what he misses, um, you know, eventually – he makes up for it, and uh, he, he's, he's just—he's probably going to go down as one of the you know, greatest receivers to ever play the game. The man has been playing for 14, 15 years now, and um, I can just say this. I've seen T.O., uh, you know, the last two events that I've been at, and it's amazing. And neither of those events that I was at, the NBA All-Star Game and the Super Bowl, neither one of those events happened to be in his hometown or – the town of which he played in. But you would think it was a rock star because as he walked through the crowd, fans, kids, people, T.O., 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 T.O. I mean, I mean, maybe some people love to hate him, but the man has made a name for himself and a following. And, and like I heard someone say, you know, when you, I think it was Stephen A. Smith said when you talk to T.O., you know, of course, he's going to express his opinion, but he's respectful, doesn't use foul language, you know, never been, uh, you know, in jail, accused of doing anything, you know, illegal, never been arrested, just comes to work every day. So I, too, am an advocate for T.O. Now, let me tell you something else I am an advocate for. And I know I can say this and I know this is true. If there is anybody that is out there now listening to this show then you two are somewhat a little, you don't have to be real tech savvy, but you appreciate technology. You appreciate the ability to use technology to listen to Internet Sports Talk, Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network, to follow blogs, to be a part of social networks, and to perhaps maybe have your own Facebook account. Now, again, some people out there don't want to cut off their nose despite their face. But I, I got to say this. Somebody has to tell me, you know, why in the world would somebody lose their job because they express their dislike for what their team, their local team had done? Now, I understand. Let me say this. I understand that was their employer. But come on, I, I think and I, I'm going to start this now. I, I, I just. I want to be one of those people that I want to fight for this person's job. I, I want to fight for the person's job. I don't know their name. I don't need to know their name. I want to fight for that person to be rehired who was fired by stadium management in Philadelphia because the person supposedly, allegedly, put some comments up, perhaps maybe on Facebook, with his the fact that he was not happy that the Philadelphia Eagles had gotten rid of Brian Dawkins. Now, and perhaps maybe there was some profanity used. Maybe not. Maybe some asterisks, but you filled in the blank. And maybe he called him or them or she or who retarded or, or something of that nature. But come on. Somebody out there in the sports world has to have thick skin do you know what they call players? Could you just imagine 
if what he called what they call players, if he'd have called the organization those names, but he didn't have to go that far. Maybe he used one or two of those names to, you know, adjectives to describe what he thought about them and what they were as a result of them getting rid of, you know, one of the greatest players, a Hall of Fame player, got my vote, one of the greatest safeties to ever play the game, greatest football players to ever play the game, Brian Dawkins, going to one of the teams I, I just hate with a passion, the Denver Broncos. But why in the world is this person fired? Do they not, do they not understand that it, that is as anti-football culture as you can possibly be? That that is just so unsportsmanlike. That is the that is the worst unsportsmanlike penalty that's ever been assessed to anybody since this world existed when it comes to sports world. Why in the world could somebody get fired because they expressed their opinion on how idiotic they thought it was because the team got rid of Brian Dawkins and they lost their job? These social networks, this is what the, this is how you this is how your team exists. This is this is your ability to extend your relationship with your fan base. This is your fan base having the opportunity to communicate with each other. This is uh, come on, everybody out there, please, somebody, somebody else join in with me. Somebody else help me to help this person get their job back. Now, let me somebody said something to the to the effect that, okay, could you imagine if you worked for Coca-Cola and you sat at your desk and you drank a Pepsi or if you worked for Ford and, you know, you were, you know, you had maybe another car, you know, out in the parking lot, you know, maybe you drove a Volkswagen to work or something. Come on, let's get serious. This is sports. If nothing else in this world, it's sacred. Allow us to be fans. Do, do you not? This is America. You can live anywhere you want to. And I would say you can work anywhere you want to. But guess what? We're talking about sports. And we know that's not true. Because guess what? If you come out of, the, out of you know college and, and you're a, a prospect in the NFL, they're going to tell you where you work. So that's not true across the board in terms of where you can work at NFL. But yet and still, you're going to tell your employees you can't root for another team. You can't criticize this management of this football team and the decisions that they make, even though you're paying your and, and but these are the same rights that you say the fans have. They have the right to criticize players. They have the rights to scream at them. They have the rights to call them all kind of names. But if you're an employee, you can't do that. Because you lose your rights to be a fan. Do you know how many people in this country live in different cities than they were born and raised in? You know, I was born and raised in Canton, Ohio. I, I admit I, I was, you know, I was a Cleveland Browns fan the majority part of my life. Then I started after years as I grew up and I saw the way Jack Tatum played football. I liked the Oakland Raiders, but I was drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles. So I had to go there and I was like, who became my favorite team? The Philadelphia Eagles. But there are people that don't play football, that they move from city to city. And you're saying to them that they couldn't come into the office if they're from Chicago and they now live in Arizona and it's game day or Jersey day and they can't wear a Chicago Bears jersey or God forbid they got a Facebook and they write something bad about the football, the football team. 
Oh, we can't we cannot let this happen. No, for those of you out there who have an opinion about that, you know, you can, you know, send me an email, Ray Ellis at Ray Ellis Sports dot com. Again, send me an email at Ray Ellis at Ray Ellis Sports dot com. And we, we, we've got to do something to stop it. This is a bit too far. OK, now I'm going to tell you something. Let's look at it like this. The players. NBA players that are from Italy. I'm sorry, when the Olympics, when it's time for the Olympics, who do they play for? They're born in Spain. What team are they on? Come on right now, baseball. They just got finished having baseball world games or whatever the hell they were called. Alex Rodriguez, even though he didn't play, so he's a bad example. But come on. You represent your favorite team or when it's the Olympics, wherever you were born. So does that mean if there are people who play for the Lakers, were not born in America, and they play on the Olympic team, should they be fired? Should they be cut? Beyond, remember, I, I always, I'm one of those people that, that your action always speaks louder than your words. You just showed us where your loyalty is. You didn't even play for America. And you live here. And the Lakers are paying you millions and millions of dollars. San Antonio. Ginobili, he didn't play for the United States in the Olympic Games. And if he probably wouldn't hurt his foot, who knows, or whatever, his ankle, whatever, they, they, they could have beat us. Come on. I can't believe this. There's got to be somebody else out there besides me that is as passionate about this as I am. Because this just sheds a whole new light on, you know, what the Internet, you know, has made available to all of us, you know, to be our own independent thinkers and to share our own opinions with the world. And I guess this person happened to be somebody that didn't, you know, he didn't hide. People knew who he was. At least management knew who he was. And because of that, they fired him all because he felt as if the worst thing in the world you could do Philadelphia Eagles is get rid of Brian Dawkins. And it was just his way to let Brian know how much he felt about him as a football player. You know, how much he loved the way Brian, again, this is another passionate football player, Brian Dawkins I'm talking about right now, and another passionate sports fan. And that passionate sports fan showed how much passion he had and his emotions with what he wrote on his Facebook account. And he got fired. Oh, man, there's something wrong. Oh, boy. Okay, I'll tell you what's wrong. I got to take a break. But I, I'm going to come back. I'm going to keep that passion. We're going to stay on that for a little bit. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm going to take a break. We'll be right back after this message. I to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports 
So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely despise her, especially at 1-2. to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. I can take care of myself. I can make a peanut butter sandwich. I can brush my teeth and I can give myself a bath. I can walk home alone from school. I can pick dinner from the trash behind the deli. I can watch the baby for the whole weekend. I can keep a baseball bat by my bed just in case there's trouble. Don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. If you're in jail, who'll be there to take care of your family? Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Friday. We're back. You're listening to Rail to Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. And Dan Leone, I believe, is his name. And Dan is the person who was fired. And Dan is the person, of, as a matter of fact, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to post a comment. I'm going to get some other folks besides myself to do all we can to get Dan's job back. Now, I don't think that they will. Um, I don't know if they'll give him his job back or not. But I'll tell you what, if nothing else, they will know that people are listening and that people care. And it's just, you know, that's that's un-American. You know, if nothing else we can do as fans is we can represent our teams and we can say what we want to say about our team. That's one thing about Philadelphia. I, I played there. You know, this is not some team that I don't know anything about. I, I played there. And I know that Philadelphia fans are some of the most passionate fans in the world. And they allow, they take the privilege to talk about their team as bad as they want to, to scream at them. They throw snowballs at Santa Claus. They beat up the Redskins mascot and the Cowboys mascot. And they say what they want to say about Norman Bremen. They love Leonard Toast. 
but they can say what they want to say about their team. It's their team. Owners, players come and go. It's their team, and they feel that passion about it. Now, you know, I don't want to start throwing daggers at management out there, but I I believe I remember when Jeffrey Lurie came to the Philadelphia Eagles and he bought that, he acquired that team. I believe I remember comments being made about the Patriots organization because I believe he's from the northeast part of the country. And I believe he talked about in his younger days just, you know, an admiration about the organization and, you know, and he wanted to kind of pattern his organization, you know, after a first class operation. But he must have been, he must have had some affinity to another team before he acquired the Philadelphia Eagles. So at one time, I'm thinking he might even have called us the Eagles bums, you know. You know, he might have called it filthy instead of Philadelphia, Philadelphia, filthy Delphia, whatever they call it. You know, those negative terms they use. He might have been upset with management. You know, he might not have liked that team. But all of a sudden, when he bought that team, he was of a different opinion. But he was a fan. And yes, you know, you got to, you know, take on a different characteristic as an owner than you do as a fan. And as an but employees, I am telling you this, those of us out there that have a job, we don't own the companies. You know that when you go into that environment and maybe it's because it's not a franchise. But a franchise should not be governed, although they, you know, they get this exemption from, you know, antitrust law. So maybe maybe this is a privilege that they're taking. Maybe this is another privilege that they have. It's an unwritten rule that you cannot criticize management or the team. But at least let everybody know what the rules are. Maybe it's in the handbook. You know, but it can't be because Facebook didn't even exist years ago when this guy probably first came on board. So how can he be held to a standard of rules that didn't even exist because you can't have written rules about a technology that didn't exist? I just want the, job, the guy to get his job back. Just give him his job back. And I'm going to keep talking about it until he gets his job back. So every week until he gets his job back, and if he doesn't get his job back, I'll just continue. They can't fire me anymore. I'm not there. You already fired me once. You can't fire me again. So let me move on a little bit. <laughs> but I, I'm just I'm pissed. I'm pissed off about it. I can't believe it. It's ridiculous can't believe it oh my goodness Andre Smith is back in the headlines again it's you know now it's uh tomorrow's his turn to to show people uh Andre Smith of course offensive lineman from uh University of Alabama supposedly one of the top tackles if not the top tackle in the draft has slid down because of bad business decision bad judgment on his part now, some people are calling it bad judgment, and I'm not sure it was bad judgment. Well, no, it was bad judgment, and I said this before, on the part of whoever his advisors were that he's hired, you know, to manage him. They should have told him to inform the people that he was going to leave. But the young man did something of which he's being criticized for, and that is he acknowledged that he wasn't ready. When he was at the combine, there were certain things that he let everyone know that at that time he was not prepared to do. And he wanted to wait till the pro day at the University of Alabama to perform those things they wanted him to do, of which you're allowed to do. But because he was honest and said, you know, I'm not ready, 
you know, that became a little asterisk that's put next to his name. And, and whatever happened to being honest? I mean, why can't a person be honest? You're not allowed. You're not allowed to be honest anymore. What whatever happened to? I, I thought that was that was a way of showing that you were a person of integrity when you would tell the truth. You know, everybody forgave Rodriguez, Alex Rodriguez, because hey, Rod, you know, he he told the truth. He used steroids, you, you, but you that was still illegal. You know, but so this young man said he wasn't ready. He he, he wasn't ready to 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 do all the things they wanted to do at the combine. And he wanted to do him on his pro day. And now he perhaps may lose, you know, $10, million, $25 million because he's going to slide down the draft board. But there are some people out there that need a tackle. You know, the Eagles need to do whatever they can. You know, I'm talking about the Eagles right now because I'm, I'm pissed because this man lost his job. They need to do what they can do so they can find their way up to the top. Maybe they can pick a good tackle because they, they sure need one. Trey Thomas is out of there, took the money and ran, gone. Just took it, left, unrestricted free agent, no compensation, I don't believe. You know, just just took it. You know, but these teams nowadays, the, the teams, the relationship between management and players is business. That's all it is. It's business. So, the fans that are passionate, have a passionate relationship with the players, continue to follow the player throughout his career, support that player, because management is looking at it like a business. T.O. is now what, he's got his fourth uniform on now. You know, teams have released T.O. He, he's been traded or he's been cut. You know, they, they move on. You know, players have to move on. This young man here, Andre Smith, it was a business decision on his part. He just didn't communicate it, but he wasn't ready to work out. You know, a lot of times what people don't understand about professional athletes is from the time you are a little kid, most athletes are playing sports the whole time, which means if they're playing sports, they have their normal life that they live and added to that, they have this thing called sports. And this thing called sports is something of which it takes up a whole lot of your time, of which you've got to spend in the weight room, you've got to spend out on the track, you've got to do all kind of things to get yourself in shape so that you're ready to perform when you're called upon. And so you don't have weekends to go do what you want to do. You know, many times I think some of the young folks who play sports it's such a, a controlling factor of, of all your leisure time that they, they get frustrated at times, and, and they want to have a break. But what the National Football League has done is they've decided that it's going to become a year-round job, so you don't really get a whole lot of breaks for these OTAs and all this stuff. So I think this young man coming out of University of Alabama, he just want, he wanted a break. He wanted to take a little time just to relax, and maybe he didn't get in shape like he should have. But it shouldn't cost him $25 million, of which it may end up costing him. So Andre, I'm just hoping, Andre Smith, again, University of Alabama, you know, Nick Saban down there, again, I got a lot of respect for Nick. I'm, I'm hoping that the young man performs well tomorrow. I saw him on the NFL Network, and it looks like he's, I mean, really working hard. You know, there's somebody who's gotten together with him and, and putting him through, 
you know, a, a real strong, you know, regimen. You know, he, he should be in, in very good shape. And he's responding well, you know. He's being pushed. He's being challenged, you know. And I think he's being pushed and challenged by a former player. And and it's not always bad. If you have access to former players out there, and I'm talking to some of those folks who may have sons or you, you may have daughters, you know, they play sports too. We're not just talking about football. We can talk basketball. We can talk, you know, other professional sports that girls participate in. If there's a an, an athlete that has been successful in sports and you feel comfortable with letting that person spend some time with your child, if they've performed at the highest level and have done well, take advantage of that. There are so many professional athletes that are out here that have intellectual property when it comes to their knowledge of how to get ready and how to prepare for a sport. And many of those guys out there and those, you know, women that did, you know, play at the highest level, all of them didn't use performance enhancement drugs, okay? Listen to them. If you get an opportunity to spend some time with a professional athlete and you're about to go to the next level, spend some time with that person. It's invaluable. You know, if it was a business venture and you had a, an opportunity to, to sit with some of the brightest businessmen, wouldn't you do that? If you were heading to the medical profession, you had a chance to spend some time with a doctor, wouldn't you do that? They're called internships when you go into a, a, a place of employment and, and you're a college student and you're getting ready to uh, to land your first big job. It's important that you have an internship on your resume, that you spend some time in an environment of which you're about to, you know, uh, ask someone to hire you. If you get a chance to spend some time under the toolage of a professional athlete, oh, take advantage of that. It's just, it's priceless. It's priceless, and guess what? They all want to do it. Every last one of them want to share the knowledge they have and the passion they have for that game. I'm one of them. <laughs> I got to take another break. These breaks come up fast. You listen to Randall Sports on the Voice of America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. I'll be right back after this message. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. I'm Lori Tucker with FedEx. Did you know that one in eight babies is born prematurely and more newborns die from premature birth than any other cause? 
Well, solutions are within our grasp. Together with the March of Dimes, we can find the causes of premature birth and help moms have healthy, full-term babies. Join the March of Dimes and FedEx by signing the petition for preemies at marchadimes.com slash petition. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports okay we're back you're listening to real sports on the voice america network and of course i was just talking and before we went to the break i was just you know talking a little bit about uh, the opportunity, if anyone ever gets the uh, the chance to work with a uh, a former or current professional athlete, provided that person is is um, trustworthy, and most athletes are, uh, take that time. It's it's nothing like it. Uh, it's invaluable, uh, and and I'm sure you'll learn something. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that 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 you will uh, learn something. Of course, I say that because. Um, when I was younger, I got a chance to spend time with uh, a couple. I was in college, and uh, obviously I was a, a college player and playing ball with guys who became pro players. And then uh, when the off season came, they came back. So I was still a college player, but they were pro players. And uh, the game is different. You know, uh, many times when you when you watch these guys on the NFL Network and they talk to you about um, – Different aspects of the game, you know, and I, I remember Jamie Dukes uh, a couple of days ago, you know, Jamie was talking about um, might have been even yesterday or this morning, you know, because I, I keep it on all the time, you know, talking about Andre Smith and, and, and how good of a offensive tackle he was going to be. And, uh, you know, just some natural skill sets that he had. And then it was some things that he needed to sharpen up on that he needed to improve on. And Jamie felt that he had the ability to do that, but Jamie could talk about it in detail, you know, you know, you know, leverage and, and positioning of his hand and, and strength and, and, and foot coordination, all those things. I, I, let me say this. I feel this way. If you're looking for a good offensive tackle, all you got to do, if it's a big fella, take him to the club, see if he can dance. If he can move his feet, <laughs> if he cannot move his feet, he cannot be an offensive tackle. You got a pass block for one. Nowadays in NFL, you just can't, you know, you can't survive, particularly as a left tackle, if you can't pass block. Uh, but he's got to move his feet, you know. And that's why there's something else I want to talk about next week. I want to, I want to go in great detail about it. And the younger kids that are, again, they're one-sport athletes. And I, I, I just want to start doing some research and having conversations with former players and find out what they believe 
you know, as a result of what happened in their careers and what type of different sports they played when they were a kid or did they focus on one? And if they think it's better just to be a one-sport athlete or to play multiple sports, you know, because I just, again, the NFL Network, Primetime U, Primetime was telling them, hey, you know, if you're getting ready to go this way, it's just like, you know, being a base runner. Go ahead and cheat. Open up that way. You know, I'm talking about an offensive tackle. Most of the times, an offensive tackle, probably if he's a basketball player, he probably was a low post person or certainly played under the bucket on defense, okay? You got to shuffle. You got to sh- – Shaq's got to shuffle his body, you know, to cut that guy off so he doesn't beat him around. Same thing you got to do as a pass blocker. So it's just – I just can't believe those people who want to pigeonhole athletes, the best athlete in the world. Michael Jordan's one of the best athletes that ever played any sport. He was a two, at least a two-sport athlete because I know he played baseball. You know, prime time. We don't even have to talk about Dion. We know Dion. You know, he played. He he would play in a baseball game and go to a football game, or go to a, leave a football game and go to a baseball game. You know, we know that Bo Jackson. You know, we know that Jim Brown. You know, we we know that. And so, who in the world? Where are these people today that, that want to focus on an athlete just being a one-sport athlete? And I, and I said, that's a, that's, a, that's a whole show. That's not just something I talk about for a couple of minutes. That's, a, that's, a, that's an entire show. That may be, yeah, an entire show. Not just an hour, but somebody who just dedicates a show to multiple-sport athletes. They are the most well-rounded, best athletes in the world. And and that's why, you know, it was it was good going back to, you know, Mr. Smith. Good to see that he got together with somebody who played the game at the highest level, who is working with him, you know, and hopefully things will work out and he'll get back up there in the top five, if, if not the top ten. But there there, there was – I just want to say this. Trey Thomas, you know, and I'm, I'm stuck on the Eagles now. Trey Thomas, I don't think Trey Thomas should have found his way out of Philadelphia – you know, I, I said before that that team was aging. They were. But, again, you can bring somebody else. Let him let that person be under the tutelage of, of, of Trey. But, now nah, Trey's gone. Maybe John Runyon. I don't know if they signed John yet. I got to check, you know, and find out if they signed John. But maybe John's on his way out of there, too. But it's just amazing. That, that Philadelphia organization, oh, my goodness, I can't believe what's going on with that Philadelphia Eagles organization. But, anyway, Hasselback. Now we're going to jump over there and talk a little, about, a little bit about the Seattle Seahawks. He got him a good receiver. TJ, who's your mama, is now in Seattle. You know, here is just the opposite of what's happening in Buffalo. You got a young quarterback with an older wide receiver. Now you got a seasoned quarterback. Well, I, I, TJ's a, a seasoned wide receiver. He's just not as, as old as, as T.O., but he's a good one. I think they improved the, you know, I, I they improved the team with that move. I, I like T.J. Husmanzada as a receiver. Uh, I think he's a he's a he's a very good, uh, and he can be a number one. There's no doubt in my mind he can be a number one. Now now Chad Johnson's going to find out just how good he really is, because T.J. is gone. I mean, they should have been, you know, one of the best tandems, and they on paper they are. You know, but there's some other issues of which Chad and I'm telling you on paper. And when I see Chad, Chad Johnson, in terms of his skill sets, is one of the best wide receivers in the National Football League. I think next year, you know, provided he's healthy. 
I think next year he will, you know, end up, uh, you know, showing us how good he was and how good he can be. You know, somebody just went past my uh, the studios there and they're screaming and hollering. They're Cowboys fans. Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, OK, Mr. Williams, we're going to see how good you are now uh, because T.O.'s out of there. But uh, the, the Seahawks, I think the Seahawks made an improvement there. I want to say one other thing. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that they woke up here in the Valley. Kurt Warner got signed. What took him so long? You know, it's and again, I go back to that cap room. If the cap room's there, the man's earned it. But then again, maybe it was that old Janet Jackson thing. What have you done for me lately? Well, he took you to the Super Bowl. You you can't forecast if his skill set is actually going to diminish. They haven't diminished yet. You know, if his hand's going to be hurting, if somebody's going to if he's going to hurt his hand, I don't worry about that. I'm glad Kirk got it. Now let's get let's get Anquan Bolton done. Let, let, let's get that done. There's there's some other wide receivers. You know, that are available out there. I don't know where they're going to end up at. But Marvin Harrison shouldn't be out there that long. You know, Joey Galloway, you know, I, I hope my Tory Hope may end up, he may, maybe out of St. Louis, maybe in St. Louis. We, you don't know. But those are guys that have something that kills speed and they can catch the ball. So those are it may see some movement in those in those some those are some names those are some big names out there in terms of you know big play players out there that are available we we don't know they may end up and they may also open some eyes like the T.O. thing kind of opened some eyes but I think T.O.'s deal was the biggest deal because nobody really thought Buffalo and Buffalo will be on the map for all, all of those of you who've never heard of Buffalo New York you will you will hear Buffalo New York. Get your popcorn ready, as T.O. says, because he's going to put them on the map. That AFC East division, you know, a very competitive division last year. I think it's a division to watch again this year. So I am just so happy for T.O. I'm happy for those those receivers out there. Listen, those guys that are available out there, you close your career out, go to a team, you know, and finish strong. Make sure Marvin finish strong. Yeah, show them that you deserve to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And I'm talking about Marvin Harrison now. I want him to land someplace and finish his career the right way. Man, I can't believe that I hear music. That means it's time for me to go. I- I've just been having fun. I've just been relaxed today. I just wanted to have a good time because the Eagles have just really got on my very last nerve telling a person that they cannot be upset because you got rid of one of your greatest players of all time. Brian, this show was dedicated to you. Brian Dawkins. And it was also dedicated to Dan, who lost his job, but will get it back. Dan is going to put Facebook, well, they're already on the map. He's going to put them on a football map. <laughs> okay, I got to go now. I'm sorry, guys, but got to say it as always. I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. I'm out of here. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports.